each one of us have a different language. Um, when I say we have a different language, I'm not saying the language that we speak. Um, we each interpret things differently. We each take things differently. Um, I can make a statement and you, Alan, will take it a certain way. Alex will take it another way. And Lucas will take it another way. Lucas. Uh, oh, <laughs> Luca, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. He's um, gone by Lucas before. It's not the, it's not the first time. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't like when people mess up my name. I apologize. I was just on a roll. And so, you know, I guess, yes, you know, it all comes down to the different types of personalities. everybody welcome back to alpha relations we have a very exciting episode for you guys today so i'm alex and i'm joined here with big al allen and <laughs> ld the podcaster the third luca and we are joined by elizabeth dos santos who is an old hr rep or employee <laughs> yeah. turned to office Woo. manager and uh, she's just here to talk to us about some conflict conflict resolution and all that fun stuff so welcome yeah, wow. yeah. quite the intro thanks that was good wow hr rep i don't, I don't know what to call it <laughs> oh boy well, welcome elizabeth um, it's wonderful to have you on thank uh, you. the show today um the virtual show. I'm glad we can all do this. So uh, just before we get started, I, we always like to ask our guests this uh, most of the time, their relation to uh, the Alpha team here. And if you wouldn't mind just telling us your very, your prominent role that you play here, because if not for <laughs> you, you know, uh, well, one of us would not be here today. <laughs> that is correct, Alan. So I am the mother of the lovely Alexandra. Oh, hello. Yeah, she's my mom. <gasps> oh, goddamn. How about that? And, and, and I allow her to live in my house. All right. Thanks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, Luca so just, this, oh. this is my mom. Oh. Oh, he's back. Hi, Luca. Welcome back. All right. Wow. You know what? I, I I would say you guys, you, you look like you can be sisters. Oh, my oh God. geez. Thank oh. you. Oh, my gosh. You the eyes roll at the so same well. Time. You know what? <laughs> I have a feeling you guys have gotten that comment before. <laughs> Only by people that are trying to hit on us. <laughs> what? That's never happened. Free drinks at the bar. That's never like, happened. Okay, we're sisters. <laughs> never gone to the bar. No. <laughs> All lies. That, what about when uh, when COVID restrictions are up? Maybe a little uh, mother-daughter bonding experience? Mm, no, that's quite all right. It's yeah? all good. Oh. She's, not, okay. she's not a good drunk. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> she cries. I don't like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're not getting into this because she's a lot worse than me. And I have video proof that will make her upset if I share with everybody. Oh. Oh, We're moving on from the topic. Yes. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. Go cuddle your bear later. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is Whatever healthy. Happened because... to that pajamas? We're not talking about this. No, now. but okay. You threw oh, it. Out. Oh. 
Comment below if you want to find out about the pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope one of you is willing to lodge her if she does. <laughs> no, they want to hear. They're going to ask me about it later. Oh, boy. Yeah, we, we will. We will. If people are willing to tell us. Oh, uh, boy. People, you mean Alexandra. Yes. 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 We'll see. Anyways, <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, so we'll just jump on right into it. So, mom? I'm, I'm going to refer to her as mom because it's going to be where to call her Elizabeth. So, Fair enough. Um, where are you coming from? So, like, your education, your school, your experiences. What can you share with the listeners? Wow, okay. Well, um, I graduated with a bachelor's in languages and literature and very, very quickly found out that that was definitely not for me. Um, so I decided that I would go back to school. And while I was um, deciding to go back to school, um, I was looking for a temp job and landed a gig at Cirque du Soleil. Wow. And I worked there as a receptionist. And that gig that was supposed to last two months lasted 11 years. Oh, goddamn. Uh, So um, I got along really well with the HR people. Um, I then um, moved up. I got a position as a technician. And then they paid for me to go to the HSC where I got my um, bachelor's in human relations. Oh. What is HSC for people who are not from Quebec? Yes. It's outdated. I can't remember now. Okay, we'll edit this out, right? Because you like so like it's it's outdated. I can't remember what the C is. Guys, can we pause? I I think let's look it up. Let's look it up. Hold on. It's outdated. Alex, you're killing me. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's outdated. Outdated commercial. That's right. That's right. Okay, there you go. École des autres études commerciales. That's right. Nice. All right. Excellent. Woo. Oof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wasn't so. prepared for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your bachelor's in human relations. And, and then... I just continued my way. Um, I worked in HR in touring shows. Um, yeah. So I saw a bunch of um, different people, all colors and shapes. And um, yeah. So that's where I got my start and the majority of my experience that sounds good um just out of curiosity and uh, this is more or less for my own benefit but did you ever come across a clown at du Soleil uh, called luca <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i did i did not you did not i did not no okay all right just wanted to know thank you came across a lot of clowns but a lot but of them that's I why bet. i don't like clowns is that where the fear originates from that's where the fear of clowns came from well, oh, I don't necessarily agree with the clowns. <laughs> so you're going to have to edit certain things, I guess, and it won't be my fault. Clowns, I think it was from when you were a kid. <laughs> um, we're listening. We're listening. Yeah. Alex was maybe, what, seven? Oh, yeah. God. I had to go to work. It was one of the shows that was taking off from Montreal, and I had to go to the yeah. Big Top. Okay. And I took her with me. 
Um, and she was having a blast backstage with the different artists and doing different things. That's good. And then all of a sudden, I see her running towards me like she was in she was in tears and in f- like fear, and and she jumped into my arms. And goes, mom, mom, mommy, why does that boy have a mustache? <laughs> oh my god! And she wouldn't go near him, but it was a grown man. He was in his fifties, and he was maybe what three feet tall, and he had a full grown mustache, mm. and. She really did not no. dig that. It was not my jam. No. <laughs> well, the, okay, maybe the clouds did stem from earlier, but the silk today really did not um, help my oh, my, clown, <laughs> my clown my yeah, clown well, fear. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's like you said, that's that. You know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you ever hear of exposure therapy, Alex? <laughs> no, I'm good. Thanks. I- I've actually said to her that for her bachelorette party, I was going to get her some dwarf strippers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Guess who's not attending the bachelorette party? Oh, don't <laughs> worry, don't worry. She already gave us the idea. That's planted in our heads now. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're not invited either. Like, who are you? We're gonna, don't wow. worry. Wow, that's her. Not women, huh? Only you know women what? are allowed at bachelor parties. Luke and I were raised by women. Bachelorette here. parties. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Okay, we're getting off topic here. We are. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> Notice I'm being good. You're the one who's anyway. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Alex brought that up on herself. That's right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, anyways. So, as you mentioned, you did HR for 11 years with Cirque du Soleil. Uh, Are you still in HR, or what do you do for work now? Right now, I am... I guess we could say I'm still doing HR. I'm actually office manager for a construction company. Um, And, yeah, I'm still doing HR in different levels, right? I'm not doing recruitment, um, but I do still have employees, and I do... CSST, health and safety. So yeah, I, I still touch HR. Cool. What is your favorite or particular, what are the particular aspects of the job in the HR world that you really just uh, um, have identified with, like knowing that uh, you found a certain groove with over others? I think when I first fell in love with HR, it was really the the connection with the people. Mm. I, I love um, to dig into what makes you you why are you saying this why are you doing this i just love that that aspect of picking your brain um whether it's by doing recruitment or just trying to resolve conflict between employees um yeah i really love that aspect of it that's good I like that. And you said something that's very key. Uh, one thing that we wanted to, to have you on particularly uh, regarding, uh, let's say, workplace conflict and something that we were discussing earlier to uh, the recording. Uh, you brought up the fact that HR's role, you know, is you know predominantly to uh, you know avoid conflict as well as resolve it, you know, when it does occur. Um now, I can imagine, look, I mean, um, I don't have any, well, I have my own part-time experience, but I figure someone that has really worked in that field particularly, I, um, I'm, I'm curious, you know, as well as, you know, Alex and Luca here, do you have any particular experiences in regards to workplace conflict, you know, that we could perhaps, you know, like delve, uh, you know, dive, take a, dive, a deeper dive into? I feel as if I almost said like diaper for a moment. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna lie, it was like right on the tip of my tongue. You know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but uh, yeah, if if there's a maybe like a scenario or maybe there was a particular event um, that you could just walk us through and just you know give us you know the HR perspective of how um, you dealt with that. Well, first, what's important to know and understand is there are different reasons for conflict, right? Of course. Um, it could be, I don't know, resistance to change, which is a big one because a lot of people don't like change. Um, that could be conflict. Uh, it could be coworkers. You don't get along with your coworkers. Poor communication. Um, so those are all different levels of conflict that stem actually from, you know, and, and become conflict. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to know where it's coming from in order to be able to resolve it. Mm -hmm. um, I, off the top of my head, can I think of something, you know, one thing that actually sticks out and it's not for myself, uh, it wasn't the conflict wasn't with myself, but I had um, two employees um, very different people, um, and they just couldn't get along. They, there was a, a coldness there, um, and they were just nasty to each other, mm -hmm. and it made the environment very toxic. It was very, very hard to get things done, um, particularly with these two together. And when you dig down deep it stemmed from this one girl who just wanted to be acknowledged in the morning she wanted someone to say good morning mm. instead of hey i need this 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 and that and i in my opinion um and having lived through multiple um different scenarios this way mm -hmm. it's really important to get to know who your coworkers are and 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 what makes them them in order to avoid these different types of conflict and when there actually is conflict it's easier to resolve it by saying okay i i get it i hear it you know such and such a person is this way so how right. about you try um approaching this person in a certain way you know mm. perfect example is this girl you know couldn't get along with the other one because she would come in and start demanding from her need this 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 that i need this and all she really wanted was to be acknowledged and be hi how are you good morning and we often don't take the time to do that so no i don't have these juicy scenarios for you um <laughs> i mean but I, you know, can we say this was a conflict? I once had an employee that I needed to sit and chat with um, because we were getting complaints that he often reeked of alcohol. Oh. And um, I actually sat down with him and he told me that it was the spices that he ate. <laughs> so. Well, what became of uh, these spices? Well. <laughs> so I guess you could say it was a little bit conflicting because. That kind of got me off guard, and and so it was, you know, I had to sit back and actually think, okay, how am I going to deal with this person? And, and, and mm -hmm. you know, what became of the spices was um, I had to uh, improvise. I requested that I get a list of all the different spices, <laughs> um, and that I wanted them the following day. And, you know, I 
we took it from there. It ended up by we um, had to let this employee go because his spices did turn out to be alcohol. But <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless, very interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's... Uh, I, I like what you had to say there. Like, I mean, knowing that in that current moment, it's a very unique situation, right? And you need to use your your judgment, you know, and you have to make a call. And that was your call, you know? I mean... Could I ask what the process was like? I mean, did you like? Did you smell the one spice and did did, did you com- <laughs> did you compare it to his breath, or like what 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 exactly is the is the how how did that happen there? You know, how did that inf- so, unfold? Well, after I requested the list of the spices, so the yeah. following day, um, he did come back with the list of spices, which oh. And he had this smell about him. I don't know. It was kind of like a black licorice type of smell. Oh, that's, that's Sambuca. Yeah. Um, it was, I don't know. You know, so yeah, you know, maybe. But um, so once I got this list, I, you know, sat with him. I told him, okay, listen, this is where... This is where we're at. You know, we're getting way too many uh, complaints. So let's just cut down on the spices during the week. (laughs) And and let's see where it goes. Now, keep in mind, this was in my years at Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil is not a regular company or was not a regular company. You have different types of people. Um, So, yeah, it was a little more challenging um, but the process was that, right? So, you know, we waited it out. We got more um, complaints. It started affecting, uh, you know, the employees um, coming, his absences and so forth. So, unfortunately, we had to let him go. But there's always a process, right? Mm-hmm. Gosh, okay. Well, well, thank you for, like, just walking us through that. I mean, um What's it like? That was a you? that was a horrible example, actually, <laughs> though. That, but that oh. was, was popped into my head. Fair enough. Hey, but look at me. I'm I'm glad that you're, you're you're serving up what comes you know at the forefront here. You know, even if it's um it has to do with a variety of spices. You know, I mean, different spice level. Uh, right, but it just yeah. goes to show how you know you you deal with all types of things. That's true. That's true. Um, one thing that you know uh, we we like to get into here. Um, and we've all learned this in human relations at Concordia in applied human sciences. And I don't know if you've, you've heard about the theory, Elizabeth, um, it's called the, the Thomas Kilman conflict, uh, styles, uh, mode. Long story short, you've heard of it in different ways though, where, um, in conflict, according to this theory, there are five different, uh, styles of sorts. Okay. And it works on a scale. I don't exactly have the scale drawn out, but I think Alex and Luca can definitely help me out here. Long story short, all right. Oh, oh, you good? Luca can help you out. Luca can help me out? Luca. Yeah. Well, yeah? it's because Luca hasn't said much. <laughs> Now's your time to shine. Bring out That's that Thomas true. Kilman. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's my time. Yo, he okay, lied yeah. about that alcohol. Luca turned. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, the point being, right, um, I think on the x-axis, you know, you have like uh, in, in terms of uh, uh, like what it has to do like with... C- the amount of collaboration, you know, mm-hmm. and like the work being done at the same time and like how one benefits uh, overall in a conflict. 
And the, the five styles are there's one of uh, competition, so like a, a competing style, also mm-hmm. known as my way or the highway. And then mm-hmm. you have, you know, the complete opposite of that, where instead of it be my way, or maybe I just want to, I just want to make another person's way that way. So I'm going to give in to them. I'm going to accommodate, you know, so where I would lose, you were, you would win. You have the, the good old fashioned compromise. You know, we both have to give up something in order for something to occur where we meet halfway. And then you have the avoidance um, style, you know, just withdrawing from the conflict. And then you have, you know, the best one, if we can get there, not necessarily the best one, because different styles are used for different conflicts, different mm-hmm. scenarios. Um, you have a more collaborative um, uh, method as well, uh, known as just collaboration, where we can all, you know, mutually um, get what we want, hopefully mm-hmm. speaking, right? Yeah. So um, just like, I mean, I, I guess just having to say that, you know, just for yourself, um, and knowing that you've worked in HR, you're now an office manager, you're still kind of doing HR. Um, what have been, what is your own unique conflict style at the end of the day that you like to employ in the, uh, in your, in your career? You know, when you, when you fresh out of school, we, we tend to, um, you know, for us, it wasn't Thomas Kilman, but, um, you tend to try to follow, um, everything you've learned and, and mm-hmm. you and you you just try to roll with it um, as you gain experience um, and I'm not saying that these aren't good you kind of have to throw these things out the window and the reason I say that is you know at this moment we're four people I guarantee right. you that we are four very different people and we each one of us have a different language. Um, When I say we have a different language, I'm not saying the language that we speak. Um, We each interpret things differently. We each take things differently. Um, I can make a statement and you, Alan, will take it a certain way. Alex will take it another way. And Lucas will take it another way. Lucas. Uh, oh, <laughs> Luca, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. He's um, gone by Lucas before. It's not the, it's not the first time. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't like when people mess up my name. I apologize. I was just on a roll. And so, you know, I guess, yes, you know, it all comes down to the different types of personalities. You know, are you mm-hmm. more of a competitive person? Are you more of a, you know... And things evolve every year, right? You know, I remember when I was coming mm-hmm. out at HR, it was, you know, we had to do these tests to find out what color are you. And and so, yeah, but it, it all comes down. Today they do, you know, different testing to know, are you, a gr- are you more green? Are you more blue? It basically all comes down to the same thing. Are you more, you know, you have that person. Example, my boss today, he's a lead follower, get out of the way type of guy. Right. Um, I am more of how can I make your life easier? Um, you know, and, and then there's Wilson, who's a very, give me time to digest and think about it and then come back to me. So right. all, all this to say, yes, you're right. It, 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 there is the, you know, you're talking about competitive collaboration, compromise, avoidance, but this all comes down to the different languages and and once you gain the experience and you actually take the time to get to mm-hmm. know the people you work with, you don't have to be in a position of being a leader or or their manager. But once you take the time to, one, get to know the people you work with, mm. uh, get to know their style um, or 
what language appeals to them. I like that. Um, you could avoid conflict. And the other thing that I have learned throughout the years and where we can say, sure, this is all beautiful. This Are you competitive, a collaborator? But it doesn't work in the real world. You see, because... Fair enough. Luca, you can go into work tomorrow after not sleeping a wink all night. Your attitude is going to be a lot different than if you would have slept eight hours. Mm -hmm. So what do people do wrong often is Lucas... Uh, Luca, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think you're going to be Lucas today. So oh, Luca, you, get, okay. you get snappy <clears throat> and automatically... You know, I'll take a personality like Alex. She would probably say, oh, my God, he's such an ass. Did you see how he snapped at me? <laughs> and, and that is the wrong way to go about it. Right. You know, if you would have taken the time to know Luke as your co-worker or, whom, or your, your employee, oh, Luca doesn't really snap. Why did he snap today? Mm -hmm. and, and so I would take Luca, whether he was a colleague, and, and I would... You know, maybe say, hey, Luca, did I offend you? Did I say something wrong? You know, I sense that, you know, you're a little more on edge today. And so you've avoided conflict by actually going to the person and communicating and, and asking, regardless if you are a competitor or collab, it doesn't matter. Communication mm -hmm. has to be the key at all times. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not textbook. It really isn't. Yeah, no. When and you, you deal know with people, it's not textbook. I like what you had to say there. You know, I think that's very key. You know, like everyone has their own unique language. And I think it's about time and, and having the patience ultimately to get to know those around you. Right. And um, uh, ultimately to caring, you know, I mean, to li be listening right? because you don't you don't ever know when I think you find yourself in a particular situation or you see someone in a situation you know, it's good to not necessarily that you know them, but that I, I have the the willingness to take a moment to. Well, you ask the the, the most important question: Why? You know, like mm -hmm. what's going on with this picture? You know, currently, and you know what uh, what could I help? You know, or assist for the person currently going through this? You know, to amend it? You know, to to, to improve it? Um, I agree. So I like what you had to say there. You know, like I mean, uh, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean. This is what we've learned, and I mean, we'll come back in 20 years and tell you the next thing, what we've learned, you know, regarding workplace <laughs> conflict, you know. Uh, but you're right. I, I, would, I agree with that. Thank you. You know, it's just my way of seeing it, right? Sure. You work with people, and there's no textbook to working with people because people are different, mm -hmm. and, and everybody has bad days, and or, you know, yeah. You know, they got into a fight, they, and they don't necessarily want to go to work and tell you about it, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. Mm -hmm. So if I had to give advice to someone who's starting off now, it's really leave your textbooks at home and use your heart and, and, mm. and a lot of what you've learned for sure, but communication, asking questions is the key. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you said that last part, because to ask questions is the famous one-liner from one of our uh, <clears throat> um, no, from one of our profs at uh, HSE, Dr. Farmer. Uh, I've worked with him. We've all had the pleasure of studying uh, under him as well. 
And he always says, remember, what's the number one thing that I want you to do when you go out there into the real world? You know, ask questions. Ask questions. And he is also the other, the only other person on this podcast to have called Luca Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it has something to do with our minds. <laughs> you look like a Lucas. You're going to be Lucas, you know? You said it. Alan West, every time I hear your name, I want to call you Batman, you know, just because, you know, yeah. That, you know? that was my day camp counselor name once upon a time. <laughs> Very, I have no doubts. <laughs> Are you good? Like, no, hold on. Are you okay? <laughs> my brain is not working at full capacity right now. All right. You're good. You're Luke, good. is there something bothering you tonight? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. What's bothering him is that he didn't have two glasses. He only had one glass. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, my God. So he's a little bit habit. off balance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going down a wrong right. hole here, Luca. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so has there been any type of training or education that you have acquired, like, in, in, re- in regards to, like, conflict management? Is that from your human relations days? Um, I'd have to say it's the school of life, to be honest. No, I've never really taken a course um, on resolving conflict. Um, you know, HR has changed a lot <laughs> since my day. Um, so I would have to really say no. There's no uh, course for say. Um, I just, it's school of life. It, it, it's really about... Um, trial and error. You're going to make mistakes. Um, you know, it, it, when I think back and when I first started and how offended I would get, um, whether it was because I reprimanded someone or let them go, and, and, you know, everybody reacts differently. You'd be called names and I would get so offended. I would take things so personally. Um, and as you, you grow and you... You again, I keep I know I keep repeating myself, but once you start to really know um, people and listen to Mm -hmm. people and so, yeah, you know, if you're firing someone, chances are they're going to be pissed off and and they're going to lash out and 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 that's okay. Um, So, yeah, once you 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 start life in the workforce, I think that the best school is is the school of life it's what you're going to experience and and yeah you'll fall flat on your face and you'll make mistakes and you'll go home and you'll be horrified at oh god why did i do this or why did i say that mm-hmm. but you know what you pick yourself up and dust off your knees and the next day you start over again <laughs> well huh? i feel like i feel like it's interesting because we somewhat took the same program however a lot there's a lot of differences so like I remember like I would come home and like you know like explain the classes that we were taking like whether it was farmers or like even Diane's like I know it was leadership I never personally took like the the conflict uh the conflict course myself Mm -hmm. but like just we learn about all these different like theorists you know whether it was like mm-hmm. Bion or thomas come and all this stuff and so i'd come home and like i would be like just telling my mom like oh like this this i learned this and just like all of this stuff about like hr and she was she'd be like okay <laughs> like what like, <laughs> this means nothing to me you know like so it's interesting how back then they didn't really have or look at those theories especially like kilman's where you have 
like us we studied okay like in this scenario what are you going to be like are you going to be more accommodating are you going to be more competitive like what's what so it's interesting how now these are the things that we do whereas back when my mom took these classes it was just kind of very basic and you learn on the fly like she's been saying so i don't know it'd, it'd be interesting to see like somebody who had like our program education and like Mm. what their experience in hr has been like like not to say that your experience is like less lesser than anybody else's but it's just interesting that you never learned these things that are now being taught in schools you know like you know what i'm trying to say well i did learn these things i mean differently well first of all I, I went to Asher State, so it was French. Um, but whatever it is that you would talk to me about, we did it. It was just differently. You know, it was by module and, and it was a different branch, right? So, you know, we had modules of, um, you know, whether it was interviewing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, we we did have conflict. Uh, we did have communication styles. Things were just called, they were different names. And, and don't forget, it was a time as well that things were very different. You know, HR has come... When I first started in HR, there was none of this um, organizational development. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, you know, benefits. It just added on as things, you know, just got bigger and bigger and bigger. I, I come from a time where um, sexual harassment had just started being this thing. Psychological harassment was far from, you know, being in this hr world so as as i you go along you know things change and and this is where you guys are at now it's a very different world now Mm -hmm. that's true millennials it's it's a tough world shit i don't know if you meant that and like well, they have no idea what's about to hit them wait or (laughs) or like or just like pity behind that but either way i'm intrigued i'm intrigued um, a bit of both, actually. <laughs> you know, I, I, what I found, what I find about this generation is um, everything needs to be quick. Everything needs to happen now. Right. Um, I'm fresh out of school. Okay, I want to have um, 80K salary and I know it all. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, you don't. Mm. Um, you need... Just sit back and observe and be patient, you know? Yeah, I, I'm curious to see um, how it's going to go moving forward. Well, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. You know, I, I think at at the end of the day for myself, you know, um, you know this, some things could work out. You know, I think a, a bunch of it you, you do have to discard, you know, and then you're going to learn something unique along the way. I think that's the process for, for a lot of things, you know? Um but uh, my biggest thing, you know, and I guess it's kind of like a complaint. Um, I'm I'm interested in, in the world of HR, you know, particularly like recruitment and talent acquisition. I think mm-hmm. that's for me that when I see that, that's uh, that, that's hands on, that's interviewing, and you, you're getting to know people and what they w- would be like, and trying to best match them for the the opportunities that lie ahead. Um, but it's like, I mean, like I'm looking now online on Indeed or Jobbilico, what have you, right? And the big thing that they say is like, well, like you, you need that experience, you know, right? I mean, well, like, I mean, how how do you get that experience if you're trying to get experience, you know? Correct. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, 
especially for us millennials here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in all honesty, and, it, and it's funny you say that because I was having this conversation not that long ago with somebody. Um, you have to start somewhere. Right. And, and again, I don't know how it, it, it is now, but my time, you know, you were recruiting a level A. So you'd be recruiting, you know, secretaries, uh, administrative assistants, I should say, um, you, very um, basic levels. And, and you start there and then you build from there where you're eventually recruiting a senior position. Right. Um, so you got to start with companies who are willing to give you that entry level and, and start your way from there. Um, but then again, and, and this is where I'm always adamant about what I'm saying about, you know, people and experience and, and textbook, you know, don't get me wrong. Again, no, I'm no, not saying throw out what you've learned, but you will take what you learn. However, here's what they don't tell you, or maybe they did. I know us, they didn't. You can go to work and start recruiting. Now, I'm not talking about a recruitment agency. I'm talking about you're going into a company and you're going to recruit for this, com for this company. Now, you're going to recruit for me. I'm the manager and I would like for you to recruit, I don't know, an accountant, right? You're going to take your textbook stuff and you're going to go with it. Now, did you take the time to learn about me? Who am I? What do I like? What don't I like? What type of personality am I? Um, how are you going to match me to your candidates? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know that you guys learned this <clears throat> or if you were told this. What if you have this really asshole manager that you have to recruit for how do you deal with that mm -hmm. there's no textbook that tells you how to deal with it tell your story she has she's mentioning this because this happened to her oh well story time when i was starting off okay. um i had a very interesting uh manager right yeah he would go through employees like crazy and i couldn't figure it out and then uh, one of my co-workers actually said to me hey you want to try recruiting a level two and i was like why are you giving me a level two he's like oh, just have fun with it you know so he i got this very interesting um manager who was oh so he sits with me and he says okay so this is what i need this is what i want their last names could not be anything that I can't pronounce. Um, they can't be of color. They can't be... So everything that I learned, so this is where I'm saying to you, everything I learned, oh, in my head, I'm going, oh my God, that's discrimination. Oh my God, you can't do that. Oh my God. So what do I do, right? So I remember going back to my desk going, where do I find this in my book? <laughs> like, I cannot go complain. Like, who am I going to complain to? Oh, yeah. So I remember speaking to my manager and he said, oh, yeah, you know, that's how he is. Oh, awesome. OK, that's how he is. Mm. Um, so recruiting my first time recruiting a level two was about everything that I had to do was everything I was told I shouldn't do. What's a level two? Well, it depends. Every company is different, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm saying a level two for us. It was anything that was above um, 45K. 
um, it was either, you know, assistance or um, mm -hmm. it was just different. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they would call them today, but mm -hmm. um, so all this to say, it, it, it's, it can be very complicated. Um, and so you got to take a lot of what you've learned, but you also have to go with it and, and, mm -hmm. and use your common sense. I like that. So, um, if you don't mind me asking what, uh, what happened after that, you know, what did you do? Um, I just did what I was told to do. You know, mm -hmm. this, this, this manager was there from the beginning of time when, when Cirque started and he continued to be there after I left. And, and, you know, unfortunately you're going to encounter people. I, I'm not sure that big companies can, can continue to work like that, but I'm sure that you will encounter places where, um, you're going to be asked to do things that you're not comfortable with. And that's where you have to decide if those are core values for you or mm. um, if you can deal with that. And, and that's where, you know, experience will come into play. But for sure, you know, there, there are different um, things that you will encounter. I just did what I was told. Um, I was new, right? Yeah. And so I did what I was told. Um, today, if I were asked to do that, I would walk out, you know, because it goes against my core values. It's, it has nothing to do with, you know, we're at work. It's, it's exactly that, my core value. It's what ins it's inside of me. I don't care what color you are, what your name is. I only care whether or not you're competent. Mm-hmm. So at the start, we said we were sort of talking about how like a major part of your your role in, in HR was always to like prevent conflicts. So I wanted to know if you had any advice for preventing conflict, not only in the workplace, but also maybe just in, in general in regular just everyday life. Um, you know, I really feel like I'm, I'm being and, and if I am being repetitive, you just need to tell me You're being repetitive. Um, I am. Eh? <laughs> I'm just I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> To resolve conflict, the key number one, in my opinion, of course, is communication. Um, without Ding. it, there cannot be any resolving of some kind. So mm -hmm. for me, number one is communication. Um, number two is finding out, you know, the whys. So asking the questions. Um, I think if you have those two things whether it's at work or in your personal life, you could resolve a lot of things. You know, you, you could actually prevent conflict mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, by doing one, you know, if, if, you make, if you make your intentions clear, if you communicate properly, um, and if you ask the right questions, how can there be conflict? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And it sort of goes back to how you were saying before, like in the workplace, how you want to get to know your your employees and stuff, mm -hmm. so that Even you could. Even my coworkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. coworkers, because and it goes the same hand in hand with, I guess, even relationships. Where if you know your your partner and what what do's and don'ts are, you can sort mm -hmm. of avoid those conflicts. Mm -hmm. Right, but the important thing, guys, what you know, when I say communication, um, there also has to be active listening. Ah, well, that's one thing that we can all agree on that 
I don't think we need, uh, we're going to be throwing out anytime soon, you know? <laughs> a staple. That is a For staple. Real. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, oftentimes um, when we're busy or rushed, you know, again, whether it's home or work, um, we don't listen or uh, we don't, we're listening. We're not doing active listening. And, and most of the time we're listening with already um, a response uh, right at the tip of our tongue. Right. Uh, and so that isn't active listening. And that's enough to create conflict, right? To, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. So communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Active listening. Definitely. And asking questions. Where can you go wrong? That is great advice, Mother. Thank you. (laughs) I loved it. That was solid. That was very human relations of you. That was good. (laughs) Which one of us? (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Touche. That's good. I, I think that pretty much at the end of the day, to be completely honest... Those are probably the two big three, you know, if you will, uh, uh, factors that I'm walking away with after spending, what, uh, a couple of, you know, over 10K, you know, for my university (laughs) degree, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. You guys get it all free. (laughs) (laughs) Who gets it free? The Uh, listener. The viewers. Those who listen. (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth is like, <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> Who has a free ride here? You know. <laughs> well, Alex, you get, get you get a free ride. Hey, hey. I do. Huh? I do. Thank you. Oh, that was a beautiful moment. You know, um, I think we're we're nearing the end. We're we're gonna be wrapping this up. But before we do, um, Elizabeth, do you have you know? Any questions for us? I don't know. I don't do that with all the guests, you know, but sometimes it just hits me in the moment. Oh, 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 boy. Oh, boy. She's thinking. I you don't even want to know. No, no. I figure we asked her so many questions. I think it's only polite, you know. I mean, why How not? How convenient that you do this with my mother, Ellen. <laughs> you said you were going to behave. I, this is behaving, you know. Behaving is to be fair and, you know, mm. and... Our host is here. I mean, we have our hosts. We have our guests. So the, the guests, you know, Elizabeth, shoot. Well, it, it, I would ask a question for all three of you, actually. We've been talking about, you know, um, our education and, and how to do this and resolve conflict and whatnot. Um, you've all started working now in, in, in the, you know, I'll tell Alex, you know, she has her real um, big girl job. Um, how do you uh, find that your textbook is playing a part in your day-to-day? Hmm. Hmm. Luca? I feel... <laughs> Not to put you on the spot, but... <laughs> I feel like a lot of... a lot Like, like, like I, I agree a lot with, with like the whole, like, your, the textbook sort of gets thrown out. But I feel like a lot of of the key things sort of get just infused into your character or into your everyday, mm-hmm. like, um, I guess your personality day to day type thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff I do like at work and a lot of the ways I approach my everyday, I guess, work life is, is using a lot of the things I learned, but I don't really think about it. It's more just sort of, it, it, it sort of programs you to act like that, mm-hmm. the, the program. But, and I also agree, like you don't really think much about theory. There's only some theories that come up, 
like even like the com- like the Thomas Kilman like conflict theory like I've I've never been at work where there's like a conflict or I'm in a situation where there's like some kind of conflict going on and I start thinking oh that person's using competing and all that it's sort mm-hmm. of just you just sort of roll with the the thing and you're sort of using it, like, your intuition in the moment of how to approach it mm-hmm. so I, I agree really heavily where you th- sort of throw out the textbook and you sort of have to just learn and make mistakes on the go and you sort of learn like that pretty much mm-hmm. yeah I, I agree with Luca, like, like I've mentioned in most of, you know, the podcast where I talk about work, like I'm now dealing with like, you know, kids who will, you know, be in crisis or just come up to me needing like to vent or to talk or anything. So I have dealt with a lot of crisis in like the last weeks. And much to what Luca is saying, I don't think, oh, hey, Thomas Kilman, let me just figure out what you were trying to teach me. It's just kind of, it becomes second nature because we've looked at these theories so much or even just, we do a lot of role playing in our program. So Mm -hmm. just even like the practice scenarios that we do, like we just kind of know what's what kind of, there's like that instinct, that intuition that Luca was mentioning and you kind of just roll with that. But the main things like from AHSE that, I use all the time because otherwise like I would get nowhere with these kids is like you have to listen you have to know them like not necessarily their backstory always but you need to know like what's triggering like for them so you know how to address it like you're not like every kid is different so it really goes back to you know like knowing your your audience or knowing like your people you need to know what their needs are to know how to assess how to work with them whether that's like with conflict resolution or otherwise so i think those are the the two like biggest things really but you know active listening communication like all those things and it just goes back to what i was enforcing last week about like one of the life skills that everybody needs is learned how to properly and effectively communicate with others Mm -hmm. and i i hold to that and i think those are the the main things from school that will help me not only at work but in life in general i think and i I would i would uh, you know third you know everything you know these two lovelies have just said you know including yourself elizabeth um for myself at the end of the day you know when you take a look at all the theory all the exercises that you know the that were tried to be uh one tried to instill upon you um you take it how it is, you know, or and how you want to see it ultimately, and that's your one's perception. Um, but that's just it right there. I uh, p- perception is what's key for me, and that's what I'm walking away with is knowing that uh, when I started off, regardless of what I've learned, whether I agree or disagree with it, I felt like my perception was like like this. Mm-hmm. After a little bit more and hearing different people's perspectives about where they're coming from, and it is a very diverse program, mm-hmm. you know, a suit like wonderfully diverse. We have people, mm-hmm. you know, who are coming back to work, you know, uh, uh, who are just entering work. We have new students coming out of SAGEP. We have mothers fathers we have grandparents we have people from around the world you know Mm -hmm. that you know did certain um jobs you know and now they're trying to reinvent themselves and that's what i'm walking away with going into uh the workplace you know knowing the fact that um to keep that open mind you know to know that everyone is different there's not 
I don't uh, think there's just one approach to it. Like going back on one of those uh, stories that you touched upon that you had, you had to improvise. Mm -hmm. You needed to be creative with the, with the whole idea of the situation at hand. And I think what really helps for that is just surrounding yourself and having the willingness to listen to others and have that communication, you know? So that's, that's one thing ultimately that I take away from what I've learned, you know, and I think it, that's realistic because that's constantly shifting. It's constantly being taking on a new shape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said, Alan. Agreed. Well, well said to everyone here. Round of applause. Bravo. Yeah. Yay. That's solid. Um, <laughs> so before we wrap up, uh, Elizabeth, uh, at the end, we well, there are a few magic words, you know, that our guests sometimes like to spit out, you know. I mean, I mean. I think I think you might know them, you know, from what I've heard you listen to most episodes, so <laughs> I do, I do. Oh boy, oh boy. All right, well, you know what to do, mom. <laughs> this here? Yes, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are Alpha Relations driving change forward. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right, hit it, Luca. All right, hit that subscribe button, turn on post notifications. If you're on our platform, hit that follow button. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Words with your mothers. <laughs> <laughs>